Welcome to episode one of Rob's Rex. I'm your host, Robert Zirk. Hey, have you ever gotten frustrated at a piece of technology so much so that you've wanted to take it and throw it across the room? Maybe jump on it, smash it up a little bit? Well, there is a place, if you live in New York, there is a place that will help you do just that. It's called Wrecking Club, and essentially, for $20, you can enter a room where you can order things to destroy. There's a $60 package that lets you not only enter the room, but you also get to smash two pieces of electronics and a bucket full of dishes. What could be what could be more of a stress relief than that than just getting in a room and smashing some dishes up? This is a real thing. This is something you can actually do if you've ever wanted to relive that scene in Office Space. This is your chance. Fly to New York and you could absolutely do it. I mean, we've all been frustrated with technology, right? But this? I don't know. Is this something you would do? Call in. Let me know. What do you think? Is this just a waste of perfectly good items? Maybe they're not perfectly good anymore. Maybe they're broken. I don't know. But is it a waste of things? Or could this be a smash hit? I'd love to know your opinion on this. Do you think this could take off and become a national thing? Call into the station or send me a tweet. Hashtag Rob's Rex. Welcome back to Rob's Rex. Yeah, this is episode one. Very cool, right? Um, to be honest, I just wanted a chance to share some music that I really like and talk about some things that interest me. Thus, Rob's Rex was born. I can't take credit for the title. Thank you to my wonderful girlfriend for thinking up the title. And I just thought it would be a suitable name for this podcast. So if you want to get the full experience, I would highly recommend linking up your Spotify or Apple Music account to Anchor. That'll let you hear all the songs and support the artists through streaming. Otherwise, hopefully you'll go out and find these songs on your own because they're songs that I enjoy and happy to have the chance to share them with you. In any case, it's not just a one-sided thing. I'd like to think that I'm having a conversation with all of you out there. So if there's something that interests you that you think would interest me, definitely feel free to call into the station uh, through Anchor. The address is anchor.fm forward slash robs. You can also send me a tweet, even if you're just enjoying the music that I program here. Let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear your feedback. Want to make an easy 30 grand? Well, okay, it's not quite that easy. But if you were one of those people who purchased Super Mario Brothers on the Nintendo Entertainment System and you purchased it as a standalone cartridge and you never opened it up until this point, then maybe $30,000 could be yours. That's actually what someone had bid on that very cartridge. Now, even though Super Mario Brothers is pretty ubiquitous for the uh, for the Nintendo Entertainment System, these cartridges were made before it was a bundled game with the console, before it really was everywhere. So these particular cartridges are very rare 
And uh, this one wound up going for $30,000. So you could look at that as an interesting way to invest. I'm not too sure that it's a wise decision to go out and purchase every video game out there hoping that it'll attain the same value. I think you'd find yourself more than $30,000 in the hole. But nonetheless, it reminded me of a friend of mine who, as a side gig, buys and resells video games. And I remember we had a discussion... I mentioned, oh, you know, I've got this, you know, somewhat obscure video game console, a 16-bit uh, console called the TurboGrafx-16. I think its popularity in my small town growing up was disproportionate because one of the only electronic stores really pushed that out. Um, so I had that system. So we were talking and... I had mentioned one of the games that I had, and he was like, that's actually, I think that's a rare one. Like, I think that's actually worth some money. And so I asked him, well, how do you, how do you find this out? And there's actually a few websites that you can go to. I think the one that he mentioned to me was called pricecharting.com, and it lets you see the value of video games. And there's sort of like a stock market-esque graph of what the value is uh, over any given amount of time. And it turned out that the game that I had was worth somewhere around $300, which is pretty unexpected, honestly. So you know what? Maybe you should check out that website. Maybe you have some video games that are, you know, just hanging out in storage somewhere. You might have a rare one in your collection. Who knows? Have you ever owned a rare video game? Did you just find out that you owned a rare video game? Give me a call into the station, Rob Zarex, and let me know. Welcome back to Rob Zarex. I just want to give a shout out to carbonated water, or sparkling water. I think it's fantastic. I do enjoy a good fizzy water every now and again. But there is an article that came out recently that is disputing some of the perceived benefits of drinking sparkling water. So there's a doctor out there saying that carbonated water is so acidic that it can erode your tooth enamel, but other doctors disagree, saying that it's the flavors and all the other added junk that actually rot your tooth enamel. Now there is also research suggesting that you could gain weight as a result of drinking carbonated water. Apparently it activates a hunger hormone of sorts. And after a six-month study, they found that the participants that had consumed carbonated beverages had more production of that hunger hormone, which caused them to eat more, thus causing them to put on more weight. However, there are a few things to remember here. One is that the study was performed on mice and not on humans, so there might be some differences to account for there. And then you really have to do a lot more research with a variety of different factors. What are the differences between people who are drinking carbonated water who don't exercise versus those who do? What about those who are committed to eating healthy versus those who just don't? So I'm not convinced. I'm not about to throw away the Perrier. I don't think, uh, I think a lot of these articles seem a little bit sensationalized to me, but I'd love to know what you think. Do you drink carbonated water? Do you think there's some truth to those claims, or do you think it's all bogus? 
call in, let me know, anchor.fm forward slash robs, that's anchor.fm forward slash R-O-B-S, or you can tweet me with the hashtag robsrex. And that'll wrap up the show for today. Thank you very much for listening. And if you'd like to send me any feedback, if there's anything that you'd like to respond to, or if you'd like more information about the show, you can visit my website, robsrex.com. That's R-O-B-S-R-E-C-S dot com. If you'd like to send me a tweet on Twitter, you can use the hashtag robsrex. And of course, call in on Anchor. Let me know your thoughts or send me some applause on Anchor. The address is anchor.fm forward slash robs, R-O-B-S. That's anchor.fm forward slash robs. My name is Robert Zirk. Thank you so much for listening to the inaugural episode of Rob's Rex. Hope you enjoyed the show and the music. And until next time, be kind to one another. <laughs>